It's time for the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. We're live at Wild Wing Cafe off Sam's Drive in Chesapeake, serving up hot wings, cold beer, and good times. Tonight's show is brought to you by Team Monarch Partners. Pepsi, the official soft drink of ODU Athletics. Pepsi, that's what I like. Cox Business. Cox Business Cloud Solutions offers a suite of cloud services to help you get the most out of your IT environment. Learn more at coxbusiness.com slash cloud. The Virginia Lottery, $11 billion to Virginia's K-12 public schools since 1999. The Virginia Lottery, a win for education. ODU Online, home or away, ODU Online makes it easy to take your classes with you. Visit oduonline.edu slash team to learn more. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group, Atlantic Bay lends peace of mind by putting you first every step of the way. Optima Health and Centera Healthcare. At Optima Health, we improve health every day by providing members with quality, cost-effective health care. And Chartway Credit Union. Chartway awards $25,000 every year to the ODU Athletic Scholarship Fund for our student-athletes' pursuit of excellence. Chartway, the official credit union of ODU Athletics. And now, live from Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake, here's the voice of the Monarchs, Ted Alexander on the ODU Sports Radio Network. Celebrating another week of Old Dominion University football here at Wild Wing Cafe and the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. I know this program might only be 13 years of age, but boy, wasn't it nice last Saturday to see that not only did we go out there and compete in Charlottesville against Virginia, but we belonged on the same field. We were going mano a mano. No longer this David and Goliath stuff, people. We belong at that level. All right? And that's what makes a loss like that one sting even more. It wasn't little David throwing the rocks. No. Mono a mano haymakers back and forth. And that's why when you fall by a 16-14 count at Charlottesville to a team you've never beaten, it stings a little more. But you know what? That sting is a good thing. The sting is why we get back to going 1-0 the next day. That's why as fans we go 1-0 the next day in our preparation and gearing up for home o- opening conference contest against Arkansas State. So as fans, we have to realize we belong at this level and we'll continue to improve as we are just 13 years of age. Coach Ricky, Ronnie, good evening. Welcome to you. Welcome to your show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Obviously, uh, you know, that was a it was a uh, hard-fought game. You know, I mean, I thought we had moments uh, where we could have really taken control of the game and, and, and done some things and we just missed on those opportunities on, on really all three phases and and then ultimately you know when you're playing a veteran quarterback like that he's going to find times to be able to come back and, and, and make the plays necessary and that, that's what he did you know he made those plays at the end of the game and uh, you know and he, and he made some plays the whole game but I thought there was just some times where we could have uh, really you know locked that thing down and, and we missed those chances but that's that's a learning experience for, for all of us and uh you know, we've got to make sure that we uh, take those lessons, then move on to the next week. And the sense that I just mentioned, no more of this David and Goliath stuff. You guys belong in the same field with these guys, and have. Yeah, I mean, I certainly felt, you know, that not only we could compete, but, um, you know, that if we played well, we would win, you know. And, and as we went through the game, I, I felt like that the whole time. I don't feel like there was ever a moment when uh, – I felt, oh, we can't play with these guys. In fact, I, I, just the opposite. I, I, you know, when we weren't playing our best football, um, I felt like, all right, if we can just get this thing turned around right here, you know, we can kind of blow this thing open a little bit. And, you know, we just, we just didn't finish. We didn't finish uh, on, on really any sides of the ball. We didn't finish drives on offense. Uh, we didn't, you know, finish drives on defense, you know, um, you know and then on special teams. You know, we just didn't play at the same speed and the same intensity and the same violence uh, we've played with in the past uh, on some of those plays. So we've got to get back to doing those sort of things, and, and that's what this week was all about. You get a chance to look at the tape, a bunch of different versions, angles, views. What did you see on the tape? Yeah, I mean, we didn't play our best football. And, I, I, again, I think that's the thing that's so frustrating is, you know, you lose, uh, you know, on a last-second field goal to a team that, you know, probably most in the country don't think you should be on the field with. And, and all I see is that we didn't play our best football. And, and if we would have played our best football, it, you know, who knows what the score would have been. So 
I just think that we got to get back to doing that. You know, there's too many times and opportunities we're just missing um, really big opportunities that we need to take advantage of. You know, and 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 that's that's our job as coaches is to get us to take advantage of those opportunities. So we got to we got to do a better job across the board. Um, and then the other thing, I just thought at the end of the game, you know, we just played. There were times, I shouldn't even say the end of the game, throughout the game there were t- times we were playing, you know, not to make a mistake. And, and we can't play that way. We've got to play with, a, you know, a little bit more uh, fearless attitude, a lot more speed, um, and I think, you know, a lot more violence, quite frankly. So th- those things have, uh, were definitely uh, points of emphasis this week. Is it safe to say or correct to say that this is all part of the learning process? I mean, you've you got to learn in each and every situation. There's so many lessons to be learned, so many boxes to be checked and you don't run into them all the time, so you can't check them all the time. But isn't that part of the whole process? Yeah, I mean, I think it is. But obviously, you want to you want to win. You want to you know learn when you win. You of know, course. I mean, I think that one thing that's going to be for the next I don't know fifteen twenty until I'm sure there will be another whole big giant rules change in college football in, in in the next decade or something. But until that time, you know, you're constantly going to be having a team that you're reshaping and learning and doing those sort of things. So. You know, you you got to be able to learn um, while being successful, and, and and it can't be just a thing where I only learn from from uh, you know failure. You've got to learn from success. You've got to learn from practice. You've got to learn from you know the things uh, other people's mistakes that maybe you know you can learn in and we point out and, and those sort of things. So we got to continue to do that, and I think that that's the thing that um, every program in the country is going to have to do, not just ours. Uh, I just think you're going to always have a team that's young uh, and inexperienced, and, and whether they're young overall or whether they're young with your program is going to be kind of the key there you talk about rules changes i've got a rules change that i think would change everything for old dominion all right lay it on me each half is only three minutes long when we get the ball we yeah. start three minutes to go and then just let it go let it rip yeah what's, what's, it, i mean the, uh, i think i get to ask a lot of fan questions why can't we do that the entire game yeah, I think that that's what I'm talking about when we talk about, you know, playing to, playing to win and instead of playing not to make a mistake. I think during those two-minute drives, there's, you know, you're not necess- maybe you're not thinking as much. Maybe you're, you're, you're going through and you're just reacting and you're, you're just making plays and thinking to yourself, well, there's only a minute left anyway. If, if we uh, turn the ball over, they're not going to go down and score anyway. So I think there's a little bit of that. Or it's, uh, hey – what do we got to lose? We're already, you know, we got to score a touchdown here. You know, we're, we're just going to go get it. So I think that there's a little bit of that. We've got to have that mentality the whole way through. I think that's it. I think it's a little bit of how teams play as well. Um, uh, you know, I think teams probably play a little bit differently in those two minutes and, and right, wrong, or indifferent. We, we play better. You know, the funny part about it is, you know, we, we do two minute drills every week and, and, uh, I don't know. It's been three or four weeks before our, since our offense has been successful against our defense. Wow. So it's just it's just so funny that that's been the thing on offense that we've been very very good at uh, this year. Um, listen, I want to keep doing that. I want to <laughs> keep being successful in those two minute drills because um, I do think it shows a lot of uh, you know understanding of football and, and 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 situations and things like that. But obviously, we've got to be more consistent, more uh, you know throughout the rest of the game as well. What do you see from the running game that isn't working? Well, I don't, you know, obviously in the last game, we, we put some things together. I mean, especially early in the game, we, we were able to run the ball a little bit. Um, you know, I think last week what happened was we got to some points and, and there starts to get a point where people start to press, whether it's the lineman, maybe you climb to the second level too soon. Maybe you're trying to move your guy almost too much so you get out you you get over your toes a little bit and then you get swam or you get out you fall out of the window Um, maybe it's the running back you know he hits the hole a little bit too hard or he's trying to do those sort of things Um, you know so I think in general it's a lot of different things you know I I think that we've got to continue to to work on it Um, I've been pleased with the progression of the passing game since the first week obviously that first week was was hard to watch in the passing game um, but I think we've made some progressions through, throughout the next two weeks. So I think we just need to keep working. We need to make those same progressions, you know, in the running game. And, uh, you know, listen, I mean, we want to put it all together and, and do those sort of things and felt great about our plan and what we were going to do. And, and obviously early in the game we were able to run the ball pretty well. Uh, but one thing that happened in the last game was, you know, Virginia held the ball for a long time, you know, and uh, – 
our defense was playing pretty well, but we just we did not play as well as we wanted to on third down. Yep. And 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 they kept converting there, um, and that was a problem for us. You know, whether it was uh, Armstrong scrambling or him making an accurate throw, or uh, a couple times it was penalties. Um, it was just different things that kept those drives going. I mean, we only ended up with 10 or 11 drives on offense, um, and we had limited our three and outs and things like that that had been a problem in the past. Now, unfortunately, we had one of our three and outs when we got the ball to 50-yard line, which, you know, that, that, that to me was the biggest drive of the game. We got the drive, ball to 50 and went three and out and didn't, didn't score there, and I thought that that's where we really could have taken a major, major step and, and, and uh, put some pressure on them and made them start doubting themselves. Um, you know, they didn't score after that, but... It, it just that was that was an issue. So I think you know there you never know when those major drives are going to be right. If they, if there's a big red sign on it, it make <laughs> it make it easier for everybody. But unfortunately, they're not. And 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 you can only see that really when looking back on it and, and hindsight being what it is. It's the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show Wednesdays at Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake. Monarchs gearing up for Arkansas State. We will talk about the Red Wolves matchup coming up at Cornblow Field at SB Ballard Stadium in just a little bit. But still just a, a couple of more moments on the game at UVA. I guess all what you're saying there, Coach, about the running game and really about the entire game is it's a collaborative effort. And everybody needs to be reading the same piece of music or else it's going to sound flat or this or that or the other thing. And we see when people have success, including Old Dominion, when it all comes together, that's why you guys on the sidelines are so jacked up because the entire plan has come together in that moment. That's why you're pissed off when the entire plan doesn't come together, which can create problems. Well, I think that one thing that everyone's got to understand, too, is, and, and even on our team, and I, I had everybody raise their hand if they thought that they'd made a decision whether, you know, or made a play, whether physically or mentally, all right, if they thought they'd done something that maybe um, they wish they had done differently that had an impact on the game. You know, obviously, I raise my hand. A lot of people raise their hand. And what I try to tell everybody is, hey, everybody in here should be raising their hand, whether you played one snap in that game or not, because your your impact during that week, had you played a couple of plays harder or uh, on the G squad, which is what we call our scout team, the growth squad, like if they had played harder there, maybe that had prepared that guy a little bit more and maybe he'd made the play in the game. Um, had you, you know maybe in a drill gone harder with a guy and maybe you had shown him exactly where where his fault was on that thing so we've got to understand that we all are part of this like no matter if you play one snap 20 snaps you get you know 200 yards receiving or you don't ever touch the ball everybody's a part of it and we're all part of the wins and the losses equally you know it, it just and, and and i think that that's something that you know as a fan maybe it's it's harder to see but it, we've got to get everybody to believe that in our organization you know, whether it's, you know, me as the head coach, you know, our trainers, you know, whoever it is, everybody's everybody is a huge, huge part of each and every win and loss. And, and I think that that's the thing that we've, we've all got to see. Defense creating turnovers, three forced fumbles, especially on the plus side of the field for UVA. Huge plays made by your guys on defense. You got to please be pleased with that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure when they look back, they're, they're saying, hey, we should have scored more points. We turned those balls over. But, like, when you watch the actual play, I mean, we forced those turnovers. They didn't drop the ball. I mean, so I think that, that, that we did a nice job with that. Obviously, again, we got to uh, continue to play better on third down. But when you're forcing turnovers, you give yourself a chance. And, uh, you know, we've got to continue to do what we got to do there to force those turnovers. And, and um, you know, I thought, we did, I thought we did some nice things there. And, and uh, you know, especially – you know, on, that was where we did play half, uh, did play pretty well. Was on third down uh, in the red zone. I thought we played actually really, really well there. And in short yardage, we've actually played well on short yardage. It's been the longer yardage situations. It's uh, been kind of our uh, our Achilles heel at this point. Armstrong, veteran, all ACC a year ago. He's a he's a wonderfully talented quarterback. But one of his huge talents is is extending plays and making it difficult. You can't really game plan for an ad-lib mosquito at the picnic-like run, can you? I mean, you can put a spy on him, but that doesn't always work. No, and you can, and sometimes when you game plan for that stuff, it actually hurts you because it makes your guys a little bit more passive than you wanted them to be because you've made them so aware and so um, keyed into some of those scrambles and things like that. I thought they did a nice job. They, you know, they, they did some things uh, on third down. There were some nice play calls. I mean, the option, the speed option uh, uh, to the boundary there, that was a nice call. I mean, I'm not going to sit there and act like it wasn't. It was. Um, 
you know, and so, and that's the other thing. I mean, you're going to go against some good coaching calls. You're going to go against some great plays by those guys. I mean, you know, I mean, I thought we played the deep ball well in that game, but they made one of them, right? Yep. I mean, and they're going to do that. Um, so I thought that that, that was you, – you got to also got to be prepared for that too. And how are you going to bounce back from when a guy does make a play or when a coach makes a good call? Time for everybody to bounce back as we get set for the Red Wolves of Arkansas State for the first time ever, the first Sun Belt game ever. We'll talk about that in our Lexus look ahead. Also coming up on tonight's Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show live from Wild Wing Cafe, safeties coach Remington Rebstock. He is our staff member of the week. And Robert Kennedy the third, the safety who's been making plays all season long. We'll hear from him and his his journey to Old Dominion University. That's all coming up right here as the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show is up and running from Wild Wing Cafe on the ODU Sports Radio Network. Dear past, present, and future football watchers, football is back. So consider this your official excuse for always putting football watching first, courtesy of Pepsi. That haircut appointment? Seeing the in-laws for the first time in ages. It's been so long. Nope. Sorry, Susan. Not if it's on Sunday. Long story short, after the year we've all had, we think you could use a little football watching. So crack open a Pepsi and cheer your football watching face off. With love, Pepsi. Made for football watching. That's what I like. At Optima Health, our goal is to improve health every day. By remaining at the forefront of benefit innovation, Optima Health makes it easier for our members to access care 24-7 with progressive plans and products, like our online search tool for doctors, meds, and facilities, telehealth options to securely connect with board-certified physicians and behavioral health providers, and digital solutions like our member portal and our mobile app. Visit OptimaHealth.com for cost and coverage details. If you're considering starting or finishing your degree online, ODU Online is ready to work for you. Your success is our priority, and we're ready to help you meet your goals. Whether you want to finish your bachelor's degree or graduate with your Ph.D., browse over 120 programs and find one that matches your ambitions. And count on our support from before you enroll, through graduation, and beyond. Visit online.odu.edu team and get in touch today. That's online.odu.edu team. Whether it's Monday night, Thursday night, Saturday, Sunday, or Sunday night, for all your football needs, ESPN Radio 94.1. Armstrong keeps it himself, puts his foot in the ground, makes a man miss. Inside the 40 to the 35, balls, balls on the ground again, and the Monarchs said he have it. That's the danger when you get out there. They do. Extemporaneous play from Armstrong, and he's coughed it up. And for the second consecutive drive, Virginia turns it over via the fumble. Kennedy knocked it loose. And we are back live at Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake. The Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show, one of those forced fumbles that the Monarch defense caused against the Cavaliers in Charlottesville last week. I'm Ted Alexander. Wherever you may be on this Wednesday, we're glad to have you joining us for the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show Wednesdays during this 2022 football season. And if you can make your way to Chesapeake and Wild Wing Cafe, we're glad to have you here. Glad to have the folks here en masse enjoying the program and the food and the drink here at Wild Wing Cafe. Coach, we oftentimes, after wins, have asked you, what did you say to the guys? And you say you have something really short to say. Post-game, when is the most effective time for you to deliver a message? Is it, is it 12 hours later? Is it when, when do you think the message you want them to be thinking after a game that has just ended, when's the most effective time to deliver that message? I think uh, something I've learned throughout as I've grown older as a coach is Depends on the kid, right? Some kids are going to be able to be reached uh, immediately after the game. Some kids, you know, it doesn't matter what you say to them at that point. They're not listening to you. There's going to be other kids that are going to be able to, you know, after they've been able to think about it for a day and all those sort of things. And then there's still others that, you know, it's after they've seen the tape um, and after they maybe, you know, really seen, you know, how it went down and all those sort of things. And then there's still going to be others that are, going to be it's not going to be till you know midweek or you know those sort of things so i think that it it really depends throughout each and every kid it's why you try to give um you know a message or multiple messages each and every day and 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 those sort of things throughout practice i think that you know it's one of those things you can't just think you know okay i've reached every kid with this great speech that i just gave that that that's not happening i mean (laughs) I, I, i don't care who you are and what kind of speech you throw out there you know you can be newt rockney or vince lombardi or you know bill belichick or whatever but you're not reaching every single kid with every single speech that's that's just not happening 
When it comes to in-game adjustments, how difficult are those to make? And the answer might be the exact same thing you just said. It depends on the kid or the group or, or the circumstances. But those are important, and how difficult are they to do on the fly? Well, I think you have to be careful when you make them because you can't make them too drastic um, because, again, some kids are really going to be able to do it and others aren't. And, uh, you know, some of them really need to see it. And, and you got to just be careful about what type of in-game adjustments you make. And, and uh, you know, we've, we've made some. I mean, you know, I mean, and, and been very successful. And then we've made others that looking back, hey, we probably made that too hard or that wasn't the right adjustment or, you know, what have you. So I think that that's, that's the key. It, it really depends. And then the other thing is, you know, I've made some awesome in-game adjustments before in my career. Um, the problem is, is I was going against other great coaches, and guess what? They made them too. And, oh, oh, they get to have a, t- yeah. a point counterpoint here. Yeah, they also get to make adjustments, and some. So sometimes you're making adjustments that for things that never happen again, and 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 those are some interesting times, you know. So you spend a lot of time, you do all this great thinking, and and, and then the thing you adjust it to literally never happens again in the game. So uh, it's one of those things that sometimes your kids look at you like, hey, what about that thing we just spent five minutes talking about, you know? So. It, it, you know, in-game adjustments are important, but those happen during the week, too. You know, I mean, you'll, you'll, you'll talk about something, you'll think something's going to happen. I mean, I have an instinct about something that's going to happen in this next game, and I'm pretty darn sure it's going to happen. Um, but He's got that grin that says he thinks he knows what's going to happen. But next I, recruit, ask him, ask him if it did and what it was. Well, no, no, for this next game, I mean, so I don't know yet. And, and so, but I think I know what they're, I think I know something that they haven't shown that they're, that they're going to do. But you know what? I could be super wrong. You know what I mean? Now, I, I, I've told people what I think it is, so I'm gonna, it, I'll be held accountable if I'm wrong. But, you know, it, it's just one of those things that you're not – I mean, you don't know all the time. I mean, you try to. You do your best judgment and those sort of things. But ultimately, uh, you're, you're, not all, you're, you're doing a little bit of that. You're doing just probability statistics in your head to make sure what you think is going to happen. One of the things that's nice about this show is I know a lot of coaches, both college, high school, and middle school coaches, listen to what you have to say and, and, and are respectful of your path, etc. When do you know that when you come up with your game plan, you're coming up with the right stuff? Because you're never 100% right, going back to what you last answered. But as you're scheming or coming up with a way to attack a certain team, how do you go about figuring out what to focus on and what to leave behind? Yeah, I mean, you, you know, uh, me personally, I know on, you know, Sunday after the game, I know some guys go into it, you know, as soon as they make a play, they're like, oh, this is, there's no way this can be stopped. You know what I mean? Um, I have one of those things where, you know, there's going to be things I do and, and some of the best play calls I've ever called or some of the best, you know, ad- variations of plays I've ever designed or things like that have happened on Thursday or Friday night, you know. Um, and, and it's funny because th- th- those make you sick to your stomach because you really don't have time to practice them. So then you start saying to yourself, "All right, well, how important is practice?" So you know, so and, and, and we've you know we've had I've had success on those plays, and then other times I've, those things have blown up in my face. You know, so um, I think sometimes as a coach, especially if if you work hard, which most coaches I know do you can almost at sometimes you can have paralysis by analysis and you can watch too much tape to where you're like i know that these 99 plays are telling me that this is going to happen but i watched this one play this one time and uh you know and i and i think this is how this is how it might go down so you, as you get older you start to try to realize and, and try to push some of that out of there and and, and go with the statistics gotta be hard though yeah, I mean, because because instinct is one thing, and then retraining and, and making adjustments to the instinct has to be a very difficult nut to crack. Yeah, and it's like an, a little bit of an ebb and flow, right? And when you're first in the business, the first thing you see, you're like, oh, well, this is how it always is, right? You, you've, yeah, I, I I figured this out, and then you, you're you're too young and dumb to f- realize that you're not right at all, <laughs> right? But you don't care. You, you think you, you know everything. And then as you start to realize and you get older, you start to realize, all right, my first instinct is this. Now I've got to prove it. And it's, it's basically it's like a science experiment. Yep. I've got a hypothesis. Let's go through and try to prove it. And that once I do, all right, great. And then as you, as you get older, then you go back on the other side. It's like the first thing you see is like, well, there's no way that's right. <laughs> that's way too easy. You know, and, and, and then you've got to go back and you've got to – you know, start having some confidence in, in, in what you're seeing again. So, you know, it, it, that's what we're all doing. And, and uh, 
I think every single coaching staff in the country goes through that, you know, all the time. And, and, and you know, feel, I, feel, I felt great about last week's game plan. And when I watched the tape, I still did. You know, I, I felt like we had a good plan. Uh, we didn't always execute it. And there were some things, obviously, there's always a, a call here or there that you wish you could add back. Um, but, I, I, you know, feel great about this week's game plan too. You know, so we got to make sure that we go out and execute it. And, and, and part of that is putting the kids in a position to execute. What have you been working on this week at practice you know, playing fast is one of them for sure. Uh, we we got to play faster. Uh, I know we're a fast team. I know we have fast kids. Uh, we did not look like the faster team uh, last Saturday, and I, and I want to, uh, you know, I want to remedy that situation for sure. So I think that that's kind of the key, and that's something that we got to do a better job of. Um, you know, and so I think that that's been the number one thing that we that, that we've been looking to do. How do you keep practice fresh? We're, we've reached the quarter pole of the season. They've been practicing long since, you know, before the first game of the season, months before that, weeks before that. How do you keep it fresh for these student athletes that have all kinds of things running through their heads? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the hardest part. It, it, each week keeps it fresh because you're going against a different offense, a different defense, a di- different special teams. Um, there's different storylines within each game. I mean, listen, there's emotions to these games. So some, you know, so there's there's some teams that some of our guys just hate. You know, there's some guys they're going against they just they just hate them. There's other ones that not as much. Um, so there's some of that to it as well. But you you do have to try to you know change some things. And it's funny you brought that up because I felt like uh, you know I've already text some of my guys there's some things i think we need to do next week to to change some things up for practice i didn't think we needed to do them this week because it kind of seems uh reactionary mm-hmm. um but there will be some things that we'll do a little bit different next week and we changed some things up too i mean we changed some things up last week uh to do a tackling drill uh you know um it wasn't an actual tackling drill but to improve our tackling and, and we did and we got better at tackling so i mean it's nice when those things kind of show up uh, you, you obviously like to see those things when they show up like that how do you keep your threes and fours engaged? Yeah, I think that's the hardest part. And, and, and you know, I like to send them, um, again, you're, you're asking a bunch of questions that are funny that they've come up this week, you know. I mean, I, I like to send our guys, you know, um, you know, videos of, of the, what they're doing on the G squad, you know, um, so that they know that I'm watching them. And I, yep. and, and I want them to know, hey, you could have used this play as an opportunity to get better for yourself. Um, you know, maybe you didn't tag off, you didn't use your hands well enough, you didn't stay low enough, uh, you didn't finish on the ball. You know, there's those sorts of things. There's, there's some things where they're doing it for the, for the you know, to simulate the opposition. Yep. But then once, once the game gets going, they've got to do enough to where they're, they're going and they're, and they're getting better themselves. Uh, we're also going to, you know, next week we're going to have some team periods for the, just the threes and fours on Sunday. Um, and I think, you know, that'll be good. It'll be good to see what, what the guys retained. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, you always find maybe a guy or two that you didn't think was ready that maybe he's a little bit more ready than you think he is. That's my next question. When is the best time for someone to make a move on the depth chart? Is it, it doesn't happen in an instant. It has to be, you know, the, 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 the game plan or whatever being learned, the drill being learned, the skill getting better over time. But when is the best time for these things to happen? Because part of me thinks that during the season it's almost too late for a lot of that stuff to, to happen because you have to have a basic unit you're working with to try and get better. Or is that just a bunch of hooey? No, no. What you're saying is absolutely right. But the problem is that the best time to make a move is always now. Because if you don't approach it that way, then you'll always be waiting. But you're 100% correct. Is it harder to make a move during the season than it is maybe during spring ball or during uh, camp or during bowl practice? Absolutely, 100%. But the, the reality is if you really want to maximize your own personal potential, you've got to be making that move right now, every day. You know, I mean, Jason Henderson started off on G-Squad last year. First three games, he was on G-Squad. You know what Damn. I mean? So, yeah. like... I think that people forget those sort of things. Like, you've got to maximize your potential on every single day, and you've got to be making your move now. Yes, there are times when it's better. There's no doubt about it. But if you're, if you're waiting and you're sitting and you're waiting, you're going to get passed by. And, and, and those are the, the type of things that, uh, you know, you're, you're trying to look to eliminate. 
It's the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show, live from Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake, Wednesdays, 7 to 8, during the Old Dominion University Monarch football season. This weekend, a little history, Monarchs will play their first ever Sun Belt game as they take on the Red Wolves of Arkansas State. Our contest between the Monarchs and the Red Wolves is presented by Team Monarch partner ODU Online. Home or away, ODU Online makes it easy to take your classes with you. Visit oduonline.edu slash team to learn more. Coming up on the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show, we will hear from safeties coach Remington Rebstock. Also on the way, Robert Kennedy III. The safety will stop by and we'll get our Lexus look ahead at these Red Wolves who come in having already been to the horseshoe in Columbus. They've got a big win over Grambling and they were in a nip and tucker down in Memphis a week ago. We'll all have that coming up from Wild Wing Cafe. So keep it right here on the ODU Sports Radio Network. At Chartway, we know that it's important to support and give back, bring hope, and do good every day. We do this by raising over $14 million to help children facing medical hardship, by awarding $25,000 annually to Old Dominion's Athletic Scholarship Fund, and providing nearly $380,000 in awards to other Chartway student members. At Chartway, our people-first mindset is about doing what's right and what's kind, unlocking potential to help everyone thrive. Chartway, the official credit union of ODU Athletics. Knockoffs, copycats, imitators. They all share one thing in common. They always pale in comparison next to the true original. Just like the stylish and versatile Lexus RX. The crossover that paved the way for others. And it's still the best for one simple reason. Nothing else is as good as the original. See Priority Lexus of Newport News and Virginia Beach. High Val Industries has been proudly serving the military and commercial customers in the Hampton Roads area for over 35 years. High Val specializes in the hydraulic and mechanical repairs on all military and commercial marine vessels. The company's ability to perform efficient, high-quality workmanship and interact as a valuable team player has earned the respect and confidence of its prime contractors, partners, and commercial customers. That's why High Val and the Monarchs are a winning combination. Come join High Val in supporting all of your ODU teams. Look them up at www.highval.com. You want the primetime games? We have them. You want the big games? We have them. You want Old Dominion football? We have it. ESPN Radio 94.1. Third down, 15. Wolf back to throw. Going for it all. Far side. That's Jennings. Jennings caught. Touchdown, Old Dominion. Wolf to Jennings. Cha-ching. That's a race that 29-yard line, and let's put that memory in that 29-yard line spot. That ball was on a dime. It's the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. We're at Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake Wednesdays. Monarchs getting ready for Arkansas State. We're getting ready for our get-to-know-the-staff segment with safeties coach Remington Rebstock. Coach, good to see you again. Good to see you. Thanks for having me. Third year. What's different? How are you a better coach today than you were when you first set foot on the soil here in Norfolk? Well, I think uh, anytime you can have time on the job in the same system with our guys, they now know the basics, and now we're moving on to some adjustments and, and focusing on the fine-tuned techniques. So I think just in general, we're practicing at a higher level. We've learned the practice habits. We know the standard, and the guys are responding to us. So I think just overall, we're a better team. We've talked for ever since the beginning of time how many hours coaches put in. What's the payoff for you? What are those moments that say, yeah, this is worth it? Saturdays, watching the guys play well. Yeah, when they play well, um, you're right there with them. You feel like you've made that impact. And uh, when you don't, it's agony, and you and you want to work even harder to make sure they're successful. A lot of the guys on your roster that have the leads and tackles don't lead the league in height and weight. How do you measure heart when you're on the recruiting trail? you got to find guys that love football and uh, guys that want to be great, that have, that have that drive. And it's hard to find. But you know it when you see it, and that's why we dig and do a bunch of research on these guys to make sure we're bringing the right guys into this program. Is the transfer portal, does that make the job easier or harder or just a little bit different? It makes it a little bit different. We're adapting quickly, uh, and you know it creates some challenges. It's great if you have some connections to the staffs that these guys are coming from to find out a little bit more information, but you really got to be careful and find those right guys. It makes it more difficult for sure. What is your message to those that are just joining your group for the first time? What, what, what do you want them thinking long after they leave the playing field? Well, it just echoes what Coach Ronnie's always said. You know, we want to go 1-0 and in everything we do. That, that's every meeting. That's every practice. That's every game, obviously. And then that'll, that'll continue after they're done playing football here and everything they're doing in their lives. 
Talking with Monarch Safety's coach Remington Rebstock here on the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show on the ODU Sports Radio Network. I'm Ted Alexander. Game day, what do you do for prep? What do you do to get ready and get your guys ready from start to finish? Well, all week, all week, obviously, we're heavily involved in preparation via meetings, walkthroughs, practice, obviously. And then um, as we get closer to game day, those those become more just polishing sessions. And then we do that the night before. We do a, we do an extended meeting with our guys and do some motion adjustments, that sort of thing with the safeties. And then, you know, the, the game day itself, we have a brief meeting, we have a brief walkthrough, and then it's all about just getting them as confident as possible in the scheme and going out there and playing fast. Yep. When you're looking at film, what do you look for in terms of skill set for safeties? We want guys that play fast and physical first and foremost. We can, you know, we they got to be able to cover, but but we want guys that are going to set the tone. We want guys that are going to come down and tackle, and we want guys uh, that are going to play with that chip on their shoulder. Um, so to play this position, you're a mix of a linebacker and a corner. So you got to be able to cover, obviously. But we want guys that will set the tone physically uh, for this defense. How did you? find that this was going to be your career what what made you want to do this for a long time love of the game and not being able to play anymore yeah it was it was one of those things wanted to play uh, as long as I could when I couldn't anymore I knew I wanted to be involved and this was the way I wanted to do it, it took a lot of hard work to get to this point and uh, you know but it's 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 because I love it. it doesn't feel like work so that's a great thing I feel like I'm very fortunate to be coaching these guys you mentioned you love Saturdays. When you see your guys do exactly what you've practiced and talked about and follow through and execute, that's got to put you on the top of the world. It is the best. Yeah, it is the best feeling. Um, so, yeah, that's what makes it all worth it. All these all these long hours, seeing those guys go out and succeed and you know implement the game plan that we've worked hard on and they've worked hard on, and then just to go see them successful is very rewarding. At the other end of the spectrum, when something goes wrong, when something blows up, when someone makes a mistake, they've got to be coachable and learn from it. How do you make sure they're open to those avenues of communication? Well, that's 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 part of the year-long programming and coaching. You know, it's, it's letting them understand that you know they can trust us, that we're going to put them in best uh, best scenarios possible, and that we're here to help them. So that way, they don't get defensive, and sometimes they will. But we've got to fight through that and find a way to, to, to reach them and get the corrections made and get the coaching made we need to. But it's certainly a challenge, but it's a year-long process, and it's just part of the culture Coach Ronnie's built here. If guys going to want to know and, and knowing that they can trust us to coach them the right way. How difficult is it to tell one that he's not going to start or not going to play and tell another that they are? It can be it can be difficult, but you got to remove feelings from it. And it's it, at the end of the day, um, we got to make sure we're doing the right thing for the program and for the for the program to win and these teammates to put ourselves in the best situation to win. So um, it's just a necessary part of the job. While it's not something that's always pleasant or enjoyable, the guys respect honesty. And Coach Ronnie from day one with this program has been honest with these guys and has encouraged us to do the same. And I feel like as long as we're always honest about what they need to work on and why um, we're doing a certain move, I feel like they'll respect that and, and, and learn from it and work even harder to make sure that they're back on the field. Favorite thing about Norfolk and your new home? Well, for the last couple of years. Yeah, as a Kansas kid uh, growing up in the Midwest, obviously our beaches are, are not what they are here. So my wife and I love going to the beach. We love taking our dog to the beach, and it would have to be, it'd have to be that for us, yeah. What's your dog's name? Boji. And Boji, does Boji like Hudson, or is Boji a little jealous of the, the attention for Hudson, or how's that working out? We They have not met yet, and I'm surprised because my wife brings our dog everywhere, so I'm sure that day's coming, um, and they'll be fast friends, I'm sure. Remington Redstock, the safeties coach for Oldman. Appreciate the time, and good luck this weekend. Thank you very much. Take care. Remington Redstock, the safeties coach, and the dog, Budgie, I think you call it? Boji. Boji. Yeah. Ever have a dog day afternoon session at uh, LR Hill Sports Complex with all the dogs that you folks have? So I, I, I everyone knows how much I love my Saint Bernard yeah. uh, Kodiak. He's he's uh, as sad as this to say is he might be my best friend. Um, but hey, you, you aren't a lot, that man's best friend. I mean, that's there's there's a reason that's been around for. Years. Well, he's the only one up when I get home, right? I mean, and he, and so like he just like kind of comes and hangs out, you know. And he, always, you know, he always—it's everybody. I, it, it kind of like my mom. I got my mom from the airport last night. It was like midnight, and, and uh, 
you know, he treated her the same way he, he treats me. And so, like, I kind of thought it was just me. And, and then I realized that I'm not special at all. So that was a, that, that was a humbling moment for sure. Well, you wouldn't uh, want him to be standoffish to your mom. She'd made a long trip to come see you. I mean, they're supposed to be loyal, for God's sake, you know. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know. So he, But anyway, but my dog is a people dog. He doesn't love the other dogs. Okay, okay. Uh, you know, and, and it's not that he's, like, angry towards him or whatever. He just, he doesn't really care for him. You know, <laughs> he likes people. He, I'm pretty sure he thinks he is a person. Um, he, I mean, you know, he would be a great football player because he's big and uh, he'll kind of just do what you tell him to do. Um, he, he doesn't have a whole lot of, uh, there's not a whole lot. He would, you'd have to put him in a position where there wasn't a whole lot of if this, then this, though, because he's not the smartest, he's not the smartest thing in the world. But he is, uh, he is big and fast, and uh, he does, uh, he, he, would, he would be physical, but I, I don't know about the, the thinking man's part would not be great. So what, what you're saying is that while all the staffers and all the players who have dogs, if they brought them all to the office at one, on one day, it might make a cute photo op, but also all hell could break loose and it would be a bad scene. Yeah, I think it'd be the the, the latter, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'd be the last time. You yeah, did that. I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think uh, uh, Bruce Stewart would be real jacked if we had all all those sorts of dogs in there all the time. I, I do. I mean, I sneak mine in there every once in a while. I'll walk uh, from our house to the office, and I mean that's a long walk for him, 1.3 miles, you know. And Pretty good hike. Yeah, for him that's a long one. So it, it takes a good long while before he's ready to head back, you know. So um, so he'll he'll sit in there for a little while, but. Yeah, no, I don't think uh, all of our dogs need to be there all the time. That'd be, that'd be a bad deal. Before we move on, a word about uh, Coach Rev. Uh, he's been on your staff from the, the beginning. What piece of the puzzle does he bring? Uh, a lot. I mean, he's a great recruiter. He's unbelievable at developing talent. Um, he's incredibly, incredibly intelligent. Um, but he's also, you know, he's so positive. You know, when you're around him all the time, he's just a positive guy. He's, he's a great guy to be around. And our offices used to be right across from each other. Um, and now I've got Coach Harper there, who's Coach Harper's a whole different deal, and he, he's his own thing. And, and I love seeing him every day, too. But, I mean, Coach, Coach uh, Reb is so positive that there are times when I'm like, oh, man, I kind of miss him being there, you know. So, uh, you know, it kind of uh, it balances me out, you know, yin and yang. So, I think that uh, he, he, he brings a lot to the table. He, he's a great football coach. How can a middle schooler or junior high kid or a high school kid show potential recruiters their love of the game? You can't fake it, but what do you see? What do you look for to see if someone has that love? Because a lot of guys will say, yeah, I love the game, but don't. Yeah, your effort every play. You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing when the ball's not to you? What are you doing when the ball's run away from you? How, how hard are you playing? Are you playing as hard as in the first quarter as that you are in the third? Um, are, or are you only playing when it's a big play? You know what I mean? So I think that that's, a, that's the effort is where you're always going to show that. You know I mean? It's the same as anything. I mean, you're always going to show love of something through the effort um, and the attention that you give it. It's the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. We're at Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake. Monarchs back home after a couple of weeks on the road. Looking forward to the game against Arkansas State this Saturday. We'll be on the air with the Toyota pregame show at 5 o'clock, live from Kauffman Mall. Kauffman opens up about 2 o'clock. We've got the DeLoreans there live this week. We've got the Monarch March coming through around 3.45 or so. Should be a lot of fun with beautiful weather as the Monarchs get set to open Sunbelt Conference play. The game against Arkansas State is presented in part by Delta Dental of Virginia. If you have teeth, you need dental insurance. Plans start at about a buck a day. Learn more at DeltaDentalCon.com. And still to come, our Lexus look ahead toward these red wolves that are invading uh, the Hampton Roads area for the first time. And up next, we'll hear from number three, safety, Robert Kennedy III, all part of the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show on the ODU Sports Radio Network. Hey, Monarch fans. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group is a proud sponsor of ODU Athletics. We've made it our mission to lend peace of mind. We know that every borrower is unique, and we're dedicated to putting you first at every step of the loan process to help you reach your home buying dreams from one home team to another. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group, LLC, NMLS 72043, is an equal opportunity lender located at 600 Lynn Haven Parkway, Suite 100, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23452. It's no longer about answering the most emails or pulling the most all-nighters. It's about prioritizing what's most important. Hey, Lexus, give me directions to Eagle's Peak Hiking Trail. 
calculating route. That's why the Lexus NX has an interface engineered to understand you and an available 14-inch touchscreen that's simpler and more intuitive. The Lexus NX. See Priority Lexus Newport News and Priority Lexus Virginia Beach. Availability and accuracy of navigation system depends on many factors. Data charges may apply. Domestic Fuels and Lubes is dedicated to providing their customers with the highest quality products along with fast and courteous service. They have grown over the last 35 years to be the largest locally owned and operated petroleum distributor in Southeast Virginia and Northeast North Carolina. Whether you require motor oils or lubricants for your business, pumps and tanks for your construction projects, gasoline or diesel for your fleet, serving the maritime industry or heating oil for your home, you can take comfort in knowing that they are there. Visit DomesticFuelsAndLubes.com or call 757-545-50 100 to get in the game with domestic your home for college football hop on the train hampton roads old dominion football espn radio 94.1 the two superstar all conference receivers are the near side that's where he's looking down he goes he fumbles the football it's gathered up by the monarchs at the 25 oh what a play this time by sean asbury Asbury with the pickup of the fumble as it's bouncing around. The pressure came off of the blitz. I think it's Ryan Henry that popped him. The Ricky Rennie Coaches Show continues from Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake. Ted Alexander, pleased to be joined by our player of the week when it comes to the Coaches Show. It's Robert Kennedy the third, the safety, number three. Appreciate the time today, sir. Yes, sir. Nice, nice to be here. First things first. When it's the first game of the year and you scoop and score with that type of thing, how jacked were you during that play? Um, I was I was very happy. I mean, missing a whole entire year of football, you know, you're so dedicated. You put your whole life into football, and then next thing you know it's gone in the snap of a second. Um, just, just really looking up, seeing the fans happy, like, you know, that's just a whole rush, and it's really a feeling I can't even explain. That was one of the highs. There were lows before that, Robert. The East Carolina thing ended up not working out. There were some family difficulties that you had to get have to get through. How did you make it through there? What was the, the, the strength that you found from within or from others that got you through those tough times? I mean, whenever I, um, you know, I lost, I lost my, my, my best friend, my close friend. Um, it, was, it was a hard time, but um, really that... I really was on, I'm not going to lie, I was on Google, and I was just trying to, like, find how to get out of depression and stuff, and then that's whenever I just kept, I kept seeing, like, God, getting closer to God, so I really got a close relationship with God, and I'm not going to lie, that's that's probably the only reason that I still made it, and I still made it through. And the results of those efforts are bearing fruit now. You've got to be pleased with yourself for getting through the rain, so to speak. Yes, sir, definitely pleased with myself, for sure. Um... I'm not always going to say, like, it's kind of hard to, to be, like, proud of yourself, but I, I would definitely say I am whenever I look back. Talking with Robert Kennedy III, obviously people bring up the politician Robert Kennedy III, but you're named after Robert Kennedy II, correct? That Your dad? Yes, sir. I'm named after my father that passed away when I was eight years old. Yes, sir. You go with number three. Why number three? Um, I wore number three in high school, and really I could I could have chose number one my junior or my senior year but I mean I look at number three like I got three sisters my my grandma's my favorite person on the whole world her birthday is August 3rd like there's just a whole lot of things with number three what'd you do for your birthday this past year um my birthday is actually in her her birthday oh her birthday um I was actually in camp during her birthday but you know I had a big shout out for her on on my social medias and stuff just told her I loved her about a hundred times very good we're talking with Robert Kennedy the third Safety, tough position to play. Why is that the position for you? Um, I think safety is one of the hardest positions, and in particular nickel, because if I if I just have my eyes in a bad spot one time, it's a touchdown, and the whole team is just looking at me, and I feel like it's it's just very hard because one little missed detail can result in a whole touchdown. Nobody's perfect. You make mistakes. How can you teach the younger guys how to get over mistakes and go one and know the next play? Um, to be honest, I feel like. Whenever you have young, a younger team and, like, a young core, I feel like whenever the leaders make a mistake and they treat it like we have a big 1-0 mantra here, and whenever you treat it like, okay, that's nothing, whenever a big play was just on you or something, you just go to the next play and make another play, I feel like that's really something that they could look up to. How was Old Dominion your spot after East Carolina? Probably had a bunch of different options right there. What made ODU the right place for you? 
Um, to be honest, ODU was the right place coming out of JUCO. My first time, I should have came. But um, to be honest, as soon as I hit the transfer portal, I knew where I was going. I mean, it, it was 100%. I, I heard my phone ringing. I just ignored every call, every, every Twitter direct message, just everything. I, I knew I was coming here. What is it about this place that was right for you? Um, really, Coach Ronnie was a huge part, and obviously Coach Rebstock, but Coach Ronnie was a huge part. Just, just his mentality, it just gives, it gives, like, Kobe's, like, my, one of my biggest, like, mentors in life. I just watch all, like, his interviews and stuff, and Coach Ronnie has, like, a Mamba mentality type of mantra, so, like, I just really look up to that. Big game coming up against Arkansas State. First Sun Belt game, but it's most importantly the next game on the schedule. What do you know about the Red Wolves and what, how, been, uh, how you, have you been preparing for this weekend? Yes, sir. Um, it's a conference game, so you know that's, that's something to really, to really lock in with. And um, they, have, they have some explosive players, some, some really good players, and they have, um, they have a really good team over there. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Crowd at Cornblow Field at Esper Ballard Stadium, rocking and rolling for game one. This is your first time back there in, in several weeks. What's it going to be like playing in front of them again? Uh, you know, it's always special playing at home. Can you hear the crowd? I mean, can you hear that? Nah, the, the only time I hear it probably is whenever the offense scores and I'm off the field. That's probably the only time. Because you're focused on everything else and everything goes kind of quiet, right? Yes, sir. It's, whenever you're on defense, it's, it's just really hard to hear the crowd. You're so locked in. Robert Kennedy III, appreciate the time. Well done thus far and have fun this weekend. Thank you. Have a good one. Robert Kennedy III, number three. You heard why he wears number three. Made a huge play in the Tech game. He's been making huge plays off year, all, all year for you, Coach. Yeah, you know, really proud of how he's come back. Um, you know, he's been a, he's been a big time leader for us. You know, he's been very consistent. You know, really throughout uh, these first three games. So, really proud of how he's been playing. I, I'm really proud of about his approach. You know, he's he, he's he's been not, he's been done a great job in practice. He's done a great job watching film um, and uh, just learning from Coach Rebstock and, and taking those things to heart. And that brings us to our Lexus look ahead. Uh, Robert Kennedy was talking about Arkansas State. Let's do the same. The look ahead brought to you by your local Lexus dealer who invites you to test drive a luxurious Lexus today. Lexus experience amazing. Arkansas State blows out Grambling, loses at Ohio State, loses a tight one at Memphis with head coach Butch Jones now in his second year. Your thoughts initially about the Red Wolves? Yeah, you know, Coach Jones does a great job. I mean, they're obviously well coached. Um, when you watch them, I mean, you, you, you look at them, they're not turning the ball over, um, and they're doing a very, very, very good job on that. Uh, they're also not taking sacks, you know, the, the James Blackman, to be able to get as many explosive plays as they've had but not turn the ball over and not take sacks, that, that's a rare combination. So done some good things there, and part of it is because they just have some, some playmakers. You know, the number seven kid's not very big, but he can go, and uh, he, he's, he's very, very athletic. Um, they've got a tight end who's made some big plays, um, so that, that's another guy who's done some, some good things for them. Um, you know, the running back, they've got one guy who's really does a really nice job out of the backfield catching the ball, um, and then they've got another guy who's, who, who's done some good things running it. Um, so, and then they've got one of their leading receivers who's coming back uh, in this game, number 10, who really hasn't played it very much. So they're pretty deep there um, and, and on offense. And then on defense, you know, they've had a lot of transfers there, you know, and uh, they only have two returning starters, but they're playing better than, uh, you know, maybe they have in the past. And uh, they do a nice job in coaching. They, they have a, a very definitive scheme, um, but they, they know what they're doing in it, and the, and the kids know what they're doing in it, and, and they play within the scheme, and they've done a nice job there. The thing that first jumped off the page to me about uh, Arkansas State is the number of transfers. You mentioned that just up and down, and that's one of the ways Coach Jones is trying to rebuild a team that had just uh, one loss or one win uh, or two wins a year ago, and they are one and two thus far. What are you going to need to do to get the W on Saturday to, to compete for the W? Yeah, I mean, we're going to have to play consistent. I mean, that's number one. We're going to have to win the turnover battle. Um, you know, sack margin is going to be important again. I mean, I think that, that in this in this conference, that's a stat that, that keeps coming up over and over and over and over again. Um, and then, you know, we've got we've to control the line of scrimmage and, and win first down. You know, I think that that's going to be something that's going to be critical uh, that we've got to do. So I'm excited to see how our guys are going to play. I think, uh, you know, they, they're hungry um, and, and, and they know uh, um, that, you know, this is a great opportunity for us, you know, not only at home, but just to play a good football team, um, to play it, you know, 
you know, our first conference game and, and get a chance to go 1-0. Our guys are excited. Monarchs and Red Wolves kickoff at Cornblow Field at S.B. Ballard Stadium is Saturday at 6 o'clock. Remember, tickets available at whynottix.com for any of the remaining games that the Monarchs have on the schedule. Liberty coming up, Georgia Southern, Marshall, James Madison. Get your single-game tickets now at whynottix.com. Monarchs and Arkansas State coming up Saturday. On this Wednesday, we'll have our remaining moments with the head coach, Ricky Ronnie, when we return here on the ODU Sports Radio Network. Hey, what you playing there? The lottery. On your phone? Yep. It's the Virginia Lottery mobile app. You can win money? Mm-hmm, you bet. Right at your fingertips. See? Wow, looks fun. You can play instant games with progressive jackpots and draw games like Pick 3 and Powerball. Right on your phone. Uh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, you can even scan your tickets to see if you're a winner instantly. And your mobile winnings are deposited right into your lottery account. Now that's... Awesome. I know. The Virginia Lottery mobile app. With more ways to play, the more ways you can win. Download it now. Rain on Big Blue and rain on Checkered Flag. As a proud sponsor of all things Monarch Sports, Checkered Flag is bringing its A-game by offering amazing new and pre-owned vehicles that are haggle-free, commission-free, and come with a three-day money-back guarantee. With over 17 brands to choose from and a new location on the peninsula, ODU fans know they can find the perfect vehicle to show off at the next tailgate. It's a match made in heaven. ODU, where winners play, and Checkered Flag, where winners buy. Hey, Monarch fans! If your game plan for this season includes buying or selling a home, we have you covered. Howard Hanna is an official real estate partner of Old Dominion Athletics. Howard Hanna is the number one family owned and operated real estate company in the United States with 20 offices and over 700 sales associates and employees locally. Howard Hanna delivers a winning strategy to help make your home ownership dreams a reality. Make your next move with confidence with our exclusive 100% money back guarantee. Get in the game with Howard Hanna. We'll get you more. Your exclusive radio home for the college football playoffs and championship. ESPN Radio 94.1. Same setup formationally. Wolf now looking far side. Goes toward Coots. Coots. Catch. Touchdown Old Dominion. Zach Coots with 101 to go. The Monarchs have tied the football game at 13. Somebody check Wolf's veins, man. There's a glacier in there. And we're back at Wild Wing Cafe in Chesapeake. A festive night here with the head coach, Ricky Ronnie, and the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. Got some plants here. With, we got answers flying on. We got cheating on tests going on here, coach. We got information being supplied one way or the other. You never know what you're going to find here at Wild Wing Cafe during the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. No, I mean I, I I I didn't I didn't catch the cheating, but I mean I I, I respect uh, I respect trying to win though. That, that's a good one. So, Sun Belt stuff starts tomorrow night with Coastal three and zero at Georgia State, a tough, better than zero and two team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean uh, Georgia State's a good football team, uh, very very well coached. Uh, that that that's going to be that's going to be a great battle. I think that's going to be another example of, of why our conference is so great right there. Got about 30 seconds left. Louisiana is at Louisiana Monroe. Huge game down on the Bayou, and JMU plays their first Sun Belt game there in Boone, taking on App State. That'll Let's be, go. That'll be a good one. That'll be a good. That, that's a good introduction to the Sun Belt right there. Coach, appreciate the time here tonight. Best of luck against the Arkansas State Red Wolves on Saturday. All right. Thanks for having me. That's the head coach, Ricky Ronnie. We appreciate you tuning in wherever you may be. Join us again Saturday, 5 o'clock, for the Toyota pregame show. And then at 6 o'clock, it's Old Dominion's first-ever Sun Belt football game, the Monarchs and Arkansas State. For the coach, Ricky Ronnie, Ted Alexander, good night from Wild Wing Cafe here on the ODU Sports Radio Network. You've been listening to the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show. Special thanks to all our 12th Monarch fans for supporting tonight's show. We'd also like to thank our host location, Wild Wing Cafe, serving up hot wings, cold beer, and good times. Tonight's Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show was brought to you by Team Monarch Partners. Pepsi, the official soft drink of ODU Athletics. Pepsi, that's what I like. Cox Business. Cox Business Cloud Solutions offers a suite of cloud services to help you get the most out of your IT environment. Learn more at coxbusiness.com slash cloud. The Virginia Lottery, $11 billion to Virginia's K-12 public schools since 1999. The Virginia Lottery, a win for education. ODU Online, home or away, ODU Online makes it easy to take your classes with you. Visit oduonline.edu slash team to learn more. 
Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. Atlantic Bay lends peace of mind by putting you first every step of the way. Optima Health and Centera Healthcare. At Optima Health, we improve health every day by providing members with quality, cost-effective health care. And Chartway Credit Union. Chartway awards $25,000 every year to the ODU Athletic Scholarship Fund for our student-athletes' pursuit of excellence. Chartway, the official credit union of ODU Athletics. Broadcast coverage of the Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show is authorized by ODU Sports Properties, a division of Playfly Sports Incorporated, and is intended solely for the private use of our audience. Any rebroadcast or other use of the accounts and descriptions without the expressed written consent of ODU Sports Properties or Old Dominion University is prohibited. The Ricky Ronnie Coaches Show is a presentation of ODU Sports Properties in association with ESPN Radio 94.1, your home for ODU Sports and Max Media. Follow all your favorite Old Dominion University sports anytime, 24 hours a day at odusports.com. This is the ODU Sports Radio Network.